You're listening to episode 52, the dot to dot secret for getting things done with Bonnie. Welcome to Midlife Confidence, where it's all about women living a fulfilling life as they move beyond 40, 50, and 60. I'm Vonna Davis, a certified life coach with 20 years of my own midlife journey behind me. And just like you, my best years still ahead. I'll take you inside real life coaching with a guest client so you can see for yourself how a beautiful life starts with a beautiful mind. We've all been confused and overwhelmed before by projects or situations that seem complicated with a lot of things to figure out and a lot of things to do. In this coaching session with my guest client, Bonnie, we talk about ways to tame the overwhelm step by step, just like a dot to dot puzzle. Not only that, but we dismantle her old painful story about how hard her project is and rewrite a new story that's more reassuring and energizing. Bonnie has some great insight of her own to share with you too. So don't miss this conversation because you're going to learn something about motivating yourself when you're overwhelmed for sure. So when you're overwhelmed, just start with dot number one. Here we are in the third and final episode in this mini-series with my guest client, Bonnie Porter. Bonnie is a career coach who's been kind of stuck trying to get her online course finished, and we've been talking about that in the past two episodes, 50 and 51. You can go back and catch up on those if you haven't had a chance yet. So let's get going. In this session, when I asked Bonnie about how her last week had gone, she shared a story of how coaching helped her be aware of where her resistance to doing her taxes was coming from. This week, (laughs) so here taxes are due at the end of April. I'm sure that it's similar in the States Mm -hmm. or somewhere around there. And I hate doing taxes. When I had my other business before, I had my business partner, who was my sister, and she loved that oh. stuff. So she just always took care of all the finances and the admin stuff. And I just never had to think about it. And then we had, an, of course, an accountant who took care of all of the other pieces. And so the accountant would just say to me, here's what I need from you. And I would just put it together, <laughs> pass it on and never worry about it. But I hate doing taxes. And so I procrastinate like crazy, another procrastination of mine. And I know that it's all linked to so many other things for me. But um, this time I thought, okay, Bonnie, you just got to do this. Like you just got to grab it by the horns and get it done. Last year, I didn't file until October. That's how far I procrastinated. (laughs) And this year I thought, okay, like this is just the beginning of July, Bonnie, just get it done. And the whole time I was doing it, I was thinking to myself, okay, where am I in my body right now? Where are my thoughts? And it was so much easier. And I was able to realize so many things about taxes, which are not the problem. There were so many other issues that I was being shown. And I actually did things to make sure that I get on a better track. Yeah. So like a lot of the underlying issues have to do with finances Mm -hmm. and like how I don't pay attention to finances in my personal or business life, which is not a good thing because you cannot earn money if you're not paying attention to it. 
So anyhow, it's been a really, really good experience. And it's all because of our interaction and the things that you've been telling me. And the whole week I went over the things that we discussed and, you know, talking about my belief plan and yeah, it's just been really, really good. I'm so glad to hear that. That's cool about the taxes because taxes really are just a neutral circumstance. And then it's our thoughts about it that make it so dramatic. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. As you can see, when we start learning to be more aware of our thoughts, we start to think differently in all the areas of our life for the rest of our life. We had never talked about her resistance to doing her taxes together, but she took the tools she's learning and she used it. This is what is amazing to me and why I love coaching is that we have thought habits that we haven't really considered very much. We feel just like they're the way things work. But when we learn to observe our own minds, things change. We start to understand that we're creating our experience in life with our thoughts. Jody Moore calls it getting to emotional adulthood when you take ownership of everything you're creating in your life with your thoughts. Compared to emotional childhood, when we give the power to other people and other circumstances in the world, thinking they're responsible for our experience in life. It's just so fascinating and encouraging. Well, after a couple of sessions working with Bonnie, I could see some of the patterns that were coming up and slowing down her ability to work effectively on her course. So looking back, I'm going to tell you what I think is your most painful thought that keeps coming back to you. (laughs) And you can tell me if I'm right. And I would think it's this thought that you didn't realize how much work it was going to be and how many moving parts there are to creating a course. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. Yeah, it keeps coming up. And so let's work just on that thought and how you can get past that and get taking some action. If you look at that, the first part is I didn't realize. And when you say that, you're like kind of stuck in the past, like, oh, this happened. Like I wanted to do a course, then I got to it and suddenly I didn't realize. And it hit me like, oh, this is a lot of work. And so every time you think that, you're kind of going back to the beginning of all of this. But you've already done a lot, right? You've already moved on. What if you just cut the anchor kind of holding you back? (laughs) And every time you notice you're thinking, I didn't realize, just let it go and think, okay, now I know right? Yes. Because you're moving on. Now you know some things that you didn't know. That means you're progressing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the next part is I didn't realize how much work and how many moving parts. And that feels overwhelming. I mean, we talked about anxious, overwhelmed, and deflated, right? Those were yes. very deflating thoughts. <laughs> so if we can get onto some better thoughts for your belief plan, I'll just ask you first if any come to you, and then I have some to share with you as well. What would be more empowering, more motivating to think than there's a lot of work and a lot of moving parts? So with my whole piece around uh, working on taxes, Mm -hmm. I realized that running towards something is better than running away from it. Because when you run towards something, you feel much more powerful Mm -hmm. and much more in control 
than you do when you run away from, when you run away from something, it's just all about fear and, and, you know, like I got to get away from this, but in creating my course, these things, learning how to use the platforms and how to work with all the moving parts. I can't run away from it. If I, if I want to progress with this course, and if I want to bring it to the world, the way that I want to do it, I've got to run towards those things. So I think that that's running towards the challenge, running towards the obstacle Mm -hmm. is, much more power inducing than anything else. So the thought could be something like, I'm running to even the end result, like I'm running toward this course, which is going to help so many women. I love the idea of running toward instead of from. That is really powerful. What about the thought that I'm learning a lot of valuable skills one step at a time instead of I have to do so much work? I think that's great. Like, I love that. And I have learned yeah. a ton of skills in the process of what I've been doing yeah. already. And there's still more to learn. And for me, I guess it fits. The idea of learning more skills mm-hmm. is a better thought for me because that fits with my values. I love right. learning. I love learning new skills. I love learning new things. So um, looking at it in that way, it makes it even a little bit more exciting Right rather than a, a task or a burden. Yeah. yeah, it's really aligned with your role as a career coach. Mm-hmm. You can be the shining example when you're helping women get past the fear of learning new things, right? And Yes, another experience I can, ex- I yeah, can share. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then one more thought is that if this was easy, if doing this course was easy, everyone would do it. That's why you're going to succeed because you're willing to do hard things and other people aren't, right? That is really, really a good thought. Yeah, I I like that. It's a really motivating thought, actually. Good. So those are just some things to add to that belief plan you're working on. And just remember to get in that right mental and emotional state first before you start taking the action. Yeah. The thing I love most about the belief plan, because even as I was creating it, I love that it's, it's kind of a living thing that Mm -hmm. it can adapt and change and grow with me. It's not just an affirmation. It's your brain on paper where we can see it. Yes. And I, several times during the week, I thought of that little child running around my brain with the Sharpie marker. And first of all, it brought a smile to my face because that just (laughs) is funny to me. And uh, second of all, it's real. Mm -hmm. Bonnie's automatic thought that kept popping up and deflating her energy was, I didn't realize how much work it was going to be and how many moving parts there were to creating a course. In fact, this thought had escalated to the point of becoming a story that her brain kept offering her as the reason she wasn't making progress on her course like she wanted to. So we went to work on that old story and created a new one. Bonnie's new story is, now that I know what it takes to create a course, I'm excited that I'm learning so many valuable new skills. I can learn them one step at a time, even just 15 minutes at a time. And I'm going to succeed for sure because I'm willing to do hard things that others are not. As I do this, I can be a great example to my career coaching clients of overcoming the fear of learning new things. Now that's a story that serves Bonnie much better, isn't it? 
it can be challenging to recognize our own stories. They seem so true. I went through years of being resentful of my husband's decision to stay at a failing startup company, even when they couldn't pay him. And it was a coach who helped me rewrite that story so I could let it go and take responsibility for the resentment I was creating. I tell more about that story and about rewriting our past stories in episode 14, How Can I Be the Hero of My Past? Let's talk about how to get going on some actions. And again, I know this is a very basic common sense thing, but thinking of all of the things that need to be done, slow you down and create that overwhelm. So Just think about micro actions and micro decisions that need to be made, the very smallest next step. And so in your course, what is just the very next step that you need to take to move forward? Finishing my slides. Okay. All right. Even that is a little bit vague. So what do you need to actually do on your slides to get them finished? Okay. So my next step is, so I have the slides all created as far as aesthetics go and where things will go into the slides, I need to take my course now and transfer the information onto the slides. So now I need to just place it onto the slides where I think it would be best placed. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the next. Okay. So that sounds like a good, very specific, measurable action to take. So that's what I wanted to encourage you to do again, let go of the whole big picture and the whole how is this going to happen. And every day, just start with the very smallest next micro action or the next micro decision that you need to make and see how small you can break it down. That's so good. So good to think about. And like you said, these are practical, maybe obvious Mm -hmm. things that other people would think about, or maybe myself, I would think about for somebody else, but while you're in the middle of it yourself, it's hard to see the forest for the trees. That's so true. That's true of all of us. Our brain just wants to see the whole puzzle at once. It doesn't want to do one little piece at a time, right? And just, you have to pull your mind back and say, okay, come back to me. We're not going to be lost out in out in the future. We're just going to focus on this one little puzzle piece right here. Yeah. There was a a woman that I listened to and she was talking about climbing um, Mount Kilimanjaro and Kilimanjaro or Kilimanjaro. Yeah, I think you're right. (laughs) Kilimanjaro. (laughs) Kilimanjaro. Um, Of course, I'm creating my own language here too, but um, she was saying that the guide that was taking them up the mountain kept saying to her because she, she just wanted to get to the top of the mountain. It was so exciting. Mm-hmm. She'd waited her whole life to go and do this. And she just wanted to get there. And he kept telling her poly poly, which in whatever that language is, is slowly go slowly because that's how you get there. And he would tell her because she, as she started getting higher and the oxygen levels started getting lower mm-hmm. She was getting tired and a little bit discouraged. And he would say, turn around, look at where you've come from. Look where we are now because you've done all of this. But then he kept telling her, poly, poly, so that she could just take a couple of steps at a time, take a rest, and then continue to go. And of course, she made it to the top. I heard that story years ago. And again, it's so sensible, but 
when I look at my own life or my own circumstances and the things that I'm working on, I just want to get to the top. I'm anxious. I'm impatient. Yeah. It's like, let's get there. Let's get this done. And then in fact, it keeps me from doing anything. Yeah, that's the essence of it all, isn't it? And that is true of all of us, really. We all work mm-hmm. the same way that way. Good. I'm not no. alone. In fact, another way, and I love that Kilimanjaro analogy. I'm going to remember that. Or Kilimanjaro. Yeah, whichever. I'll have to look it up. (laughs) I also, and this is the same idea, but it sounds like you're like me, like the more visual and concrete you can think of something, the more it means. Yeah. You remember dot to dots when you were a kid, right? Yes, I do. I love dot to dots. dots on the page and... You didn't know what it was going to be. And so you start with number one and you go to number two and you just start drawing the lines, right? And then then all the lines get connected and you do end up seeing the whole picture in the end, right? And along the way, you start to get an inkling, oh, this is probably a horse, so if we yeah. can look at these big projects the same way, like we don't have to see the whole thing or understand exactly what it's going to look like or exactly how we're going to get there. It's just one step. Start with number one and as small as we can get it. The little micro actions. Move on to the next one and have fun. Like dot to tots are fun, <laughs> right? It was the process that we loved. And so if we could feel the same way about these other processes and these other things that we're doing in our life and maybe letting go of how heavy it feels. So my friends, what is the dot to dot in your life? That thing that you can't envision the whole thing yet, or you don't know how it's possibly going to happen. So you just need to start with dot number one and move on to number two. And trust that as you keep drawing lines, the picture will become clear and it will eventually be accomplished. One of the benefits of coaching is we begin to unravel more and more of what is happening that's getting in our way. Bonnie has her own career coaching business, and she also does contract work for an organization that serves women, and she gets to work with these women directly, and it's something that she really loves, but those two different projects were starting to create a conflict about where Bonnie should spend her time, and she needed to figure this out. It's always good to ask us, okay, what is going to try and stop me? What else might get in your way? with the course? The things that get in my way mostly are, I guess you would label them as distractions, Mm -hmm. but they're also other have tos. They're important Mm -hmm. things. So with the other, um, with the specific contract that I have, while it's definitely a part-time contract and it's flexible and I can fit it in, there are sometimes some things that come up during the day that need to be um, taken care Mm -hmm. of. And so that a lot of times will be my distraction, will get in my way because other things may come from it. Mm -hmm. You know, that, you know, if I answer that email or if I follow up on that email, that request, then it may lead to other pieces and that hijacks my day often, often. Yeah. So you choose to do this contract. What are your, what are your reasons why you choose to do it? Because I love Mm -hmm. the work. I love the purpose of the work. 
It's working with organizations that work with women who are impacted by abuse or violence. It's definitely one of my passions. First of all, it's working with women and it's helping Mm -hmm. them and it helps the organizations that work with them. So I just really love that piece of the work. It's something I would volunteer with, but I get paid for it. That's the best. (laughs) Yes. So it has a high value to you and it's also contributing to make you an even more qualified person for the other things that you want to do. So Mm -hmm. instead of thinking it hijacked my day, just realizing I wanted to do this and I'm so glad I got to do it and it's okay. Like there's going to be a balance when you have these two things going on. Like there's, they're going to switch off, right? Sometimes you'll be doing one. Sometimes you'll be doing the other and it's not hijacking unless like you are doing things that you don't need to be doing or you're using it to what we call buffer away. Like if the course was just being so hard and you thought this other work felt more comfortable, if you were doing it for that reason, that might be something to pay attention to. Right. I think you're so right. You've actually, you've actually just hit on two things. And so kind of an answer to prayers, because one of my thoughts was, do I need to stop this contract, which I love and which I, I do feel a blessing in my life, but I, I was thinking, is it just a distraction? Is it just something that's keeping me from focusing on the thing mm-hmm. that I should be focused on? But I feel that it's not. Yeah. I, I feel that from what you've just said also has been a confirmation to me that no, this is something that's important. The work is important. My contribution is important. But the other piece that you've confirmed for me is that I do let it hijack when I'm uncomfortable with the other things Mm -hmm. that I'm doing. You know, I do use it as the excuse. Maybe it doesn't feel like I'm doing that at the time, but you are now helping me to become more aware of why am I letting this happen? Or is it, is it because it is needed or because I'm preferring yeah. it? It feels more comfortable. You have more experience. You know your value there. And in the course, you like you're still a little on shaky ground there when you right. So yeah. again, it yeah, goes I'm, back to like if it was easy, everyone would do it, right? <laughs> <laughs> so the course is your level up experience and your contract work is your like zone of genius. So they're awesome that you have both of those in your life, right? Yeah. Yeah. You have no idea that you are speaking really, really revelatory words right now for me. (laughs) Yeah. Actually making me feel a little emotional. (laughs) That's okay. Yeah. It's the stuff that I think that that's really the core of what I'm letting happen here is, is that, but yeah, thank you. Well, and great for you that you've realized that wisdom was in you just waiting to be figured out. right? (laughs) Or, or reminded Uh of, because, you know, again, these are things that I truly know inside, Mm -hmm. but bringing it to the surface is something different. I'm so glad. Yeah. Thank you. We've gotten through a lot of the things 
that I think have been maybe slowing you down a little on your course. Mm -hmm. It was great to see Bonnie come to that realization that she really did want to continue with the contract work. She has great reasons for continuing to offer her skills there. And she also noticed that sometimes she was using that work, which she has a lot of confidence and skill in, to keep her busy and escape from the more uncomfortable work of figuring out how to create this course. Well, now we've come to the end of our three sessions with Bonnie, and she's just made some amazing progress. Now that she understands how her thoughts were deflating and draining her confidence and energy to work on her course, we've worked through all this mind drama and come up with new ways for her to think about these things. She learned all about the model, how circumstances lead to our thoughts, which lead to our feelings, which lead to our actions, which create our results, all in a chain reaction. So now she has some tools she can use in any situation that comes her way, just like she did with her taxes. She created her first belief plan and is making it part of her morning ritual to review it. I loved coaching Bonnie so much. It was fun working with another coach, even though we have different missions and different approaches. I learned a lot from her, and I'm so grateful for her willingness to be coached and to share it with you so you can learn from it too. I'm really glad that we're in this accountability support group together, so we'll get to stay in touch. Now, what about you? What's going on in your life? And how have these three coaching sessions with Bonnie sparked a new way to approach these things? I would love to hear about it and if this format of real life coaching is helpful for you. And do remember that I am always looking for new guest clients. So if you're interested, I offer three sessions of free coaching and then we record it and just take clips from it for three podcast episodes. So if you're interested in being considered as a guest client on the podcast, just email me. And one more thing you can do, please help a friend today by sharing this podcast with them. You can find the share icon in the podcast app that you're using. It's that box with an arrow. And you can send a link to a friend with a text message or an email or a DM and just let them know why you find it valuable and why they might want to listen. We have a goal here to double our podcast audience every month. Thank you so much for listening. Be peaceful, be powerful, and love your radiant heart. By the time we get to midlife, We've been practicing the way we think and the way we do things for a very long time, and some of it gets in the way of what we really want out of life. I'd love to be your one-on-one coach and teach you how to create the fulfilling experience that you want. We can work on achieving goals or overcoming any challenges you're dealing with. The first call is always free, so reach out to me through email. It's vana at midlifeconfidencecoach.com or message me on social media. I'm at Vana Davis on Instagram. And that's all in the show notes. Remember, a beautiful life starts with a beautiful mind. Take care until next time.